You're listening to the Sanctuary Church Q&A podcast, where lead pastor John Alexander answers questions submitted from members of our live studio audience. For more information about Sanctuary Church, visit us online at sCOrlando.com. Pastor, this is a card that was uh, that was turned in tonight, so we're a little off script already, but it got a little testimony attached to it, so it's very personal. I believe that as a born-again believer, we have the same power in our spirits that raised Christ from the dead. For three years, I spoke life and healing over my 18-year-old grandson in Tampa for his daily headaches. I claim by his stripes, he's healed. I write his name over God's promises. My Sunday school class laid hands on him and prayed for him. I'm beginning to doubt my belief. Any encouraging words? Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot, a lot of encouraging words. Um, let me let me first go with with John, uh, one and eleven. Uh, he came into his own, his own received him not, but as many as received him, that's us, gave he power to be the sons of God. So we, we recognize in that relationship, we have rights that he gave us in that relationship. The problem is we don't always, always understand those rights. And I'm not saying I get it all. But what I can give you is I can give you the level of what I do understand. Now, in prayer and coming to God, there is an inexhaustible depth that we're never going to get to. There are just some things that are simply, uh, I've got bookshelves on prayer and have read and read and read, and it's still not everything. There's just so much more that takes place in what God's Word is. But what we understand is, when we're praying, it begins with, are we praying for what we want because we want it? Or are we praying for what He wants because He wants it? Now, I want to be very careful here because I don't want to take away a, a Mark 11, 24, 25 when it says, whatsoever things we desire, that's important. When we pray, believe that we shall receive them and we shall have them. You know, we can say to this mountain, be thou removed and you know, what we say it shall be done. And if we don't doubt in our hearts and he goes on and talks about, you know, forgiveness with one another. So I mention that because there is process to prayer that we need to understand. There, there is process in communicating uh, with God and in, in understanding that when we want, and I'll use the word biblical because that's the only way I know it. When we want biblical blessings, I mean, what other blessing would there be, right? Then we have to operate in biblical obedience, biblical procedure, and biblical process. God doesn't release out of His Word when you walk contrary to His Word. Just like I read in Mark 11, uh, 24, 25. You know, you can do all these things, but you have to align with His will that is found clearly in the Word of God. Now, Jesus taught us the model of prayer we, we, a few weeks ago, remember? Uh, in Matthew 6 and uh, uh, in verse 10, He said um, that we're to pray, you know, Thy will be done, right? You know, in the garden, Jesus prayed, Nevertheless, but Thy will be done. Um, we understand in Matthew, the 16th chapter, the Bible said that God gives us, powerful passage, that He gives us the keys to the kingdom. So if you have keys to the kingdom, that means that we have to operate by kingdom principles, right? So everything about the kingdom, the, the key works 
as long as you're operating according to the kingdom. You know, that whatever things we bind on earth should be bound in heaven. Whatever things we loose on earth, we, we can loose in heaven. And, and the difficulty in that is we try to operate that key in the wrong lock. And, and we're trying to do it our way and position it for what we want. And it's a very dangerous thing because what happens there is we get very frustrated and then we begin to, instead of internalizing, what do I need to do right, which can be um, frustrating, we start saying, well, God, you didn't answer. Now, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of us have either done it, thought it, or been around that? Why didn't God answer that? Or, you know, why, what's going on here? Uh, we have to understand there's an in-between time. There is the time we pray to the time that God performs the miracle. That's the hardest time there is. You know, there's, there's like, what is there, three answers to prayer? You know what they are? Yes. What are they? There you go. I hate wait. I'd rather than know so that I could at least bug you. Now you give me a wait. Wait is so difficult because wait is where faith is being released. Wait is where, where process is taking faith. Wait is where patience wow. is being demonstrated. Wait is where maturity is not only being seen, but maturity is being leveled in our life when, when we wait. Now, we're an instant society. We don't really know what wait is all about. We don't, we don't know when God says to Abraham, you know, I'm going to give you the seed of, of, of nations beyond the sands of the sea and the stars of the heaven. Um, we, we don't understand these, you know, multiple decades of wait. We're like, Lord, it's been two days. <laughs> He's Honestly, not, he's right? He's not Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I got Prime. That means it's delivered, you know, the next morning, you know, so we don't, we don't understand that. Now, in order to get biblically, now, re remember, the Bible says in 1 John 5 and 14, that if we ask anything according to His will, underscore that, His will. What is His will? His word is His will, right? So if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if He hears us, then He grants those petitions or those requests that we make known unto Him. Now, how do I know His will? Well, one is in the Word, right? Okay. Uh, another is just ask, you know, Lord, nevertheless, Thy will be done. I don't have an issue with saying, God, you know, my name is Jimmy and I want all you can give me. But at the end of it, I take issue in those forget to say, but you know, nevertheless, God, you know what's best for me and you know when it's best for me and you know how it's best for me. Thy will be done. So uh, last scripture I'm gonna give you in, in Romans 8, I think it's 26, you can check it yourself. You'll find it if you look there. But 8 and 26, the Bible said, we don't really know how to pray, right? So, so what, how do we learn how to pray? Paul in Romans 8, 26 says, we really don't know how to pray. So the Spirit teaches us and shows us uh, even in our infirmities and struggles and how to pray. So we have to understand that if we're going to see things done, we have to pray according to the will of the Father. So the Spirit of God speaks the will of the Father into the heart of the Spirit of who we are, and that's how we learn how to pray according to the will of God. So now we go into, all right, I've been praying for my son, laying my hands on him. All right, we followed every biblical principle. Is any sick, let him call for the elders of the church, let him anoint him. We followed all the biblical principles. Now here's the operational process. We keep walking in faith and say, 
Lord, my eyes are on you. Second Chronicles 20 and 12. Lord, this is terrible. This is difficult. I'm being honest with you. I'm really, really struggling. But my eyes are on you and I will not relinquish my faith to believe that God, my son, my daughter, my mother, my, my sister, they are healed, not will be healed. They are healed. I'm just waiting for that final manifestation according to your will so that you, John uh, 9, 1 through 3, so that you will receive maximum glory in your due season. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Wow, that's great. And there were several questions that really uh, kind of tiptoed around that. So I, I think Pastor really covered it in a, in a great way. Thank you for that.